0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some Kingdom conversation. Now, here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. My God. Hey, Tammy Birds. Call your name. Can't explain. We proclaim Jesus. Thank you, thank you. We call Jesus. Good morning. Come on, Oklahoma. Man, come on, Richmond, Ohio. Name of Jesus, power in his name. There is power in the name of Jesus. I made the perfect cup of coffee this morning. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Power in his name. Thank you, Joyce Craig, for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, Jess Thompson. With Sean Rose, we getting Jesus around the globe. This is my song all week. Like, this song has been doing absolutely everything. All we need is Jesus. Call you Jesus when I call your name. Come on, Magnolia. Yeah, it is power in his name. I've been feeling stuff break off me all week. I feel a different sense of power. A di- Baby, Tammy, you know, I got that girlfriend in me. That last, come on now, last night's Bible study. Come on now. Don't start, don't start, my God. you yo. Oh, thank you, Joyce Craig. Thank you. Call your name. My God. I'ma start. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna brag on it. Cause I don't want the fellas to start getting upset, but ladies Bible study is it. <laughs> ladies Bible study is it. Like, ladies Bible study is absolutely Man, everything. I love it. I come back feeling better. I come back feeling lighter. Yes. Come on, Richmond, Virginia. Hey, Cynthia. I come back feeling renewed. I come back feeling restored. I know God is growing me up. Thank you, Lord. When I call your name. Yeah. Hey, Melissa Billings. Thank you, woman of God, for continuously Sowing in the feed the feed the streets. I know you don't do it because of that, but I get to shout you out. I can lift you up. Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuously being connected to this ministry. It is a bomb. It was a bomb. Good morning, Hayley. Tell you saying good morning, love. My God, my God, it's just changing us. When I call your name, my God. When I call your name when i call your name you ought to be just radical today if it's some stuff in your life that doesn't line up with jesus you ought to just start shouting jesus said it jesus i don't care if it's like your wallet jesus if it's some place in your house then he just jesus just jesus everywhere putting jesus absolutely everywhere good morning monique weathers i see y'all coming in here good morning good morning love you more melissa i promise i do my god i thank you i thank you for everything that you're doing for us lord god i thank you for your presence with us i thank you you have not forgotten about us i thank you for your love for us i thank you for your peace for us i thank you for your joy for us i thank you for your strength for us i thank you lord god for a fresh anointing father god fill us up this morning. Fill us up this morning. It's um, day. It's the middle of the week, Lord God. Stretch us, increase our capacity to receive you, Lord God. Just fill us up this morning. Give us more of Jesus this morning, Lord God. We just lay all our sins at the altar. We repent, Lord God. If there is anything in our life that does not line up with your word we thank you for your grace we thank you for your mercy we thank you for who you are in our lives We are not gonna allow the enemy to rob us of joy anymore. We're going to tap into your joy today. We're gonna reach for you like never before today. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you just for love. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you, Father God, for our children and our homes, Lord God. And you clothing us in our right mind. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We are grateful, Lord God. We bless your name, we praise you, we magnify you, Lord God. There is none like you. Come on, pray, Holy Spirit, pray. There is none like you. We thank you. You are the keeper of our peace, Lord God. We thank you for renewing our minds in the word, Lord God. We thank you for sanctifying us and setting us apart, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, for growing us in grace. We thank you for the salvation that came with Jesus, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God. He was bruised for every iniquity, chastised for our peace. And by his stripes, we are healed. And that is spirit, soul, and body. I thank you. You even healing our finances right now, Lord God. And hell in the broken places in our finances Lord God the things that we did not submit to you Lord God giving us kingdom perspective for our finances Lord God we just thank you for resurrecting dead and dry finances Lord God and we thank you Father God we have a new mindset towards it that we have new mindset towards sowing, a new mindset towards tithing a new mindset of how we pay our bills Lord God so that you can get the glory out of every area of our life no more emotional spending we will not be anxious when When it looks like something is coming against us, Lord God, we will seek your wisdom on it. We will ask for your wisdom right now Lord God I thank you and lift up Ben Isler right now we thank you Father God he is healed spirit soul and body Lord God I thank you for new grace and mercy being extended to him today Father God and you have created him and made him whole and I thank you for Jesus in his life and I thank you Father God that you are bold in his life miracle signs and wonders coming to his life today and we stand in faith and agreement for that Lord God we thank you for your glory we thank you for your grace We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for knowledge. We thank you for understanding. We thank you. You are leading us throughout this day through every phone call, every text, every email, Lord God, that we won't be sad and weary, Lord God, that we won't have pity parties today. No more pity parties today, Lord God, because we're trusting in your word, Father God. And as we get this word today and we've gotten this word all week, Lord God, that we are learning to let go of things that we're learning to forgive others that we're learning to ask for forgiveness And today, Lord God, that we learn to forgive ourselves. You are a just God and you are a fair God, but you are also a merciful God. So we thank you for your mercy and we ask you for your mercy today. Lord God, give us your mercy. We thank you for your mercy. Fill us with your grace. Let your favor go before my God. Let your favor go before us. Lord God, let your favor go before us. The angels are encamped around us in our neighborhood. We have nothing to worry about in our schools, in our government, Lord god we thank you for it i pray for atlanta today georgia today lord god i thank you that the angels are at work in atlanta that you're healing the brokenness in atlanta that families are being restored in atlanta that atlanta will not be given over to a reprobate mind that atlanta will begin to experience jesus like never before we thank you that it'll go all the way to augusta georgia lord God. And that your word is prevailing and your word is the only truth. We thank you for the Holy Spirit moving in the city of Atlanta right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus Lord God we thank you your glory is being revealed in Atlanta right now in the name of Jesus Father God and in Ripman Ohio in the name of Jesus there is no not too far for you to reach Lord God there's not too far for you to reach we thank you for the intercessors praying for Atlanta praying for Ohio Lord God we thank you that the intercessors in place and godly men and women are in place and they're not being given over to a reprobate mind Father God we thank you for your heart for Atlanta Lord God and that we will begin to see change in Atlanta in the coming days Lord God for you're not going to be satisfied to everyone is saved in Jesus name amen we thank you Lord God 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 God is so specific my God there is a shift in the atmosphere Paula there is a shift in the atmosphere there is a shift in the atmosphere my god my god my god my god my god we thank you for the shift in the atmosphere we thank you father god for your faithfulness we thank you for your word on this morning lord god we thank you we trust your word more than we trust anything else lord god we thank you father god that the prophets and the ministers are rising up in atlanta and atlanta is having significant change, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for healing, saving, setting free and deliver in the city. And I heard the same for Ripman, Ohio. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you that your glory be gotten in Ohio. And I thank you that your glory be gotten in Atlanta today, Lord God. God is specific right now for cities, God is specific for a lot of things and a lot of times we won't pray or press in like we need to because we think God isn't bothered by our city but God is very specific about cities and states and he wants revival to break out and he wants change to come and sometimes we won't get in position and pray for a city or something will come to our spirit or we'll give a city or a state or a nation over to a reprobate mind but if the intercessors will get in place and the prophets will get in place and the evangelists will get in place the righteous the 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 it will break out like it'll break out revival will break out that's why that's why the enemy can i tell you something when we get into forgiveness today you're gonna you're gonna understand this more that's why the enemy wants us so caught up in so many things so that we won't yield ourselves to the things of God. That's why he wants us um, set um, in a selfishness. He wants us caught up in our problems. When we get consumed in our own problems, we get into a state of selfishness and we won't even realize how our problems right, are, um, are, are in selfishness. And so when God puts me in a position to pray for a a, a city or a state or a nation or a person, I know that he's doing something strategic because I am an intercessor. I'm an intercessor and I know that prophetic intercession and intercession that's led by the Lord can change a life. I have heard and seen the testimonies. I have been on this live when I've started praying for backs or A word of knowledge came in for a city state. I've watched God do something and somebody come back and be like, Oh my gosh, let me tell you what happened. So I'm just praying for revival to break out in Atlanta and that Atlanta not be given over to a reprobate mind and they awaken to the things of God like never ever before. And that everybody who needs to be in position and place is caught caught, and that there's also a cohesiveness. In that, that there is a cohesiveness. That it's not about my ministry or your ministry. It's about me getting in position and me getting in place. Come on, Angela. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't don't make me shout this morning. It's about us getting in position and place and praying for those cities and praying when god mentions us and not getting selfish so the focus this morning was on ripman ohio and atlanta that does not mean you can't take that for your city that doesn't mean you can't begin to pray that for your city or pray that for your state or your nation or your world but this morning we needed to pray for ripman ohio and we needed to pray for the city of atlanta for revival to break out so i need y'all just in agreement and with me. That's the goal of the intercessors to project out, to send words of faith towards a city so that the labors can get in place, so that the angels can get in place, so that things can move and change for the glory of God. That's it. That's why the enemy wants us so focused on problems and not focused on us or offended so easily. When we get offended so easily, it's because uh, we're not, um, we're not built up in the word. We're not built up in the word. So let's just take y'all to spend a little time calling out the city of Atlanta, pray for the city of Atlanta so that it can change for the glory and that those ministries will work together. Let me share. Um, let me, uh, let me just uh, pray. Hold on. Father, Shake no I thank you, Father God, that your glory is being revealed today in this devotional. I thank you, Father God, that the words of my mouth will only edify you, that there'll be no offense, Lord God, that there'll be no division and that we'll be on one accord, Lord God, and that I will only say what you want me to say I cancel the assignment of the enemy off this devotional for for twisting words Lord God for twisting words I thank you that everyone listening today is hearing clearly that's it it's hearing clearly in Jesus name amen that everyone that is listening today is hearing clearly in Jesus name amen So this morning, I want to give you this as we get into the word, and it's going to make sense as we talk about forgiving ourselves. As we get into forgiving ourselves, you're going to understand this more. But I want you to know that prophecy doesn't fix your situation. And I know that sounds crazy, but I need to. Um, emphasize this because when we are in a worse situation and if we've had a prophecy before, or we understand the prophetic movement, we will become prophetic junkies. We will always be looking for a prophetic word to confirm us or to, uh, be ministered to us. And prophecy is for edifying and building up, right? Um, you do not turn prophecy on and off like magic. Prophecy is as a, as a direct result of the Holy Spirit but we have to be careful that we don't become prophecy junkies that we're not in search for prophecy to make us feel better right it's a it's a it it it, it, we will get in position and we will start running to prophecy or prophetic encounters or searching for them and looking for them to fill our empty places especially when we're in a position in which um condemnation, um, despair, um, all of those things, shame have taken care of, we're looking for, we'll start looking for something to make us feel better. We will, right? And so we have to be careful that we don't become prophetic junkies always running. The enemy can pervert even a good thing. The enemy can pervert even a good thing. And if we don't hear God speaking, it doesn't mean we run to another place or or run to another thing to get another word, right? We need to get this word. Nothing takes place of God. Nothing takes takes the place of God. Nothing takes the place of God. This devotional doesn't take the place of God. Um, We've been growing, we've been changing, We've been moving on this devotional, but this devotional, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha does not take the place of God. If this devotional ended, if the Lord told me this was the last season, we should still be growing to the things of Christ. And so we gotta always make sure we check in our our motives and ask him for uh, clear motives always, or we'll start. And T.D. Jakes taught something not long ago. I was watching it. We'll be running two church things and the enemy will be using it to pervert the things of God. You don't have to have another prophetic word. This is the prophetic word. This this is it. You don't have to have another prophetic word. This is This is the, this is the prophetic. This is the prophetic word. This, this is it. This, if if you don't get another prophetic word, here is your prophetic word. And when we have foundational issues, especially when we have foundational issues, um, if, can I tell you something? He said, right. I'd rather you have love. Love takes the place of prophecy. If your, if you still got foundational issues and your love walk ain't strong, a prophecy ain't going to fix you. A prophecy ain't going to fix you. And he was just saying that he showed me that this morning. If not, we'll become prophetic junkies or we'll become supernatural junkies. And then we won't even be able to witness or experience the supernatural or act in the supernatural because we're looking for an emotion or a feeling tied to it. And when we have foundational issues, it's very easy to get caught up in that. It's very easy to not be able to discern. It's very easy for us to be because what we're looking for is relief. Well, the only relief that you're gonna get, thank you, Holy Spirit, is the relief that comes from the word. The relief that you need is gonna come from the word. The word brings the relief. The revelation of the word in your life brings relief. And so we got to be careful when we attach to a thing and ask our motives: why am I attached to this? And Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do with this? And ah, because if not. If not, we'll 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 become junkies. We'll become junkies. We'll become junkies. We will. And, and, and me too, Sandra. She said the greatest word I've ever gotten was in my quiet time with the Lord, reading God's word. And so we got to be very careful in search for emotions and feelings to fix pain when we just really need to be in a position where we understand and hear what the word of God is saying by ourselves. This word will prophesy to your situation. This word word will prophesy prophesy to your healing that's needed. This word will prophesy to your finances. This word will prophesy to your marriage. This word will prophesy to your children. This word will prophesy and change. You just got to sit. And if you are in Bible study, you just need to be drinking that living water. You just got to sit in this word and sit on this word. And especially if you have foundational issues. And when I say I mean foundational issues, like if. Forgiveness, forgiveness is a foundational issue. That's why God is taking us back there. Um, Tithing is a foundational issue. Love is a foundation. Those are the foundations. If we're missing the foundation, if there's a crack in your foundation, what God will do when he's renewing, come on, Holy Spirit, when he's renewing your mind, he's going to build up your foundation. He's going to build up your foundation. He's going to bring you into kingdom thoughts and kingdom thinking and into the word of the Lord and build up your foundation so that your foundation can be strong because we know if there's a crack in your foundation, anytime pressure comes, remember the scripture in Matthew, he said where one man built his, his house on sand and the other man built his house on the rock. When your foundation has been built on sand, he needs to come back and build you up solid on the rock, the word, right? And in the things of Christ and in the things of kingdom and in the and, and in the things of Jesus. So it's very, 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 very important that you understand f- prophecy is not gonna fix your problem. Your foundation in the word is what's gonna fix on your problem. And when we have been emotionally abused, right? When we have emotionally abused ourselves, when we have low self-esteem, when we have pain, right? pain will drive us to a point in which we'll start seeking out even good things and the enemy will use that the enemy knows if you're looking for quick fixes or trying to get rid of your pain see the word said (laughs) the word tells us suffering is going to come and actually it tells us it's good when we suffer right humility came in when i suffered um my gods and idols Fell down when I suffered. Stuff that I trusted in. Come on now, happened and changed after I suffer. See, suffering produces patience. Suffering produces something. Suffering, if you do it done rightly, will with the word of God will change you. It will motivate you. It'll it will grow you. Sometimes I you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but sometimes when I see people who are still very haughty, uh and uh, not understand anything. in my mind, I'm like, they just ain't suffered long enough. It says Romans five and three, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance is going to produce your character and character is going to produce your hope and you'll begin to hope in Christ Jesus. And I know that sounds horrible, but that's a triumph of faith. That's, that's what's going to change you. And so, so the, the, when suffering is coming, we will try to get something to fix that suffering so quickly. Right. And when shame is in and when guilt is in, we're looking for a quick fix. We're looking for something to push it away. We're looking for something to change it. And the Lord is like, no, you just, you just need to sit in this word. You just need to sit under the word. You just need to sit in this word. You just need to stay connected into the word. And when our foundation is jacked up, when we don't have foundational things in place, it takes a second to rebuild. I taught about being on the potter's wheel and the clay and getting the trash and we can get out the jump that's good Jessica. because we cannot resist the suffering or numb it if we try to resist the suffering or we try to numb it in other things and we will try to even numb it in prophetic word or we'll try to numb it in somebody giving us a Good. Work. I will. I cannot be your hype man ever. If I if I become your hype man, then I'm operating in witchcraft. If I become your hype man, if I teach you a word to hype you up, and that's the only reason I'm teaching this word. If I sing a song to hype you up, if I'm your hype man, I am operating in witchcraft. I am operating. I'm operating in witchcraft. I am not operating in the things of God. But if I produce a quality word that you can chew on and get the nutrients that you have inside of you, then guess what? You're gonna grow and then your foundational issues will begin to repair in the word of God. And that's what the enemy doesn't want us to do. He wants us to be caught up in so many emotions and so many high things that we will not get repaired in the word of God like we need to be repaired in the word of God. And so you gotta sit there. You got to sit there. You got to sit there. You got to sit there for a minute. You got to sit on it. You got to sit on the word. You got to keep digesting the word. You just got to keep being built up in the word. Yeah. Reveal it. That's good, Angela. Reveal it. Yes, Ronald. It's our human nature wants us to avoid pain. Our human nature responds to pain. That's why you'll pop a pill before you seek Jesus. That's why it's so easy where prescriptions have become the new addiction, right? You'll pop a pill before you seek Jesus because human nature tells you get away, get, get, get your body. Oh, it's pain. I got to deal with the pain, right? right but pain is producing something in me um i have a high tolerance for pain it's funny in the physical and i think in the spiritual as well i have a high time i've always had a very high tolerance for pain i could always endure pain i don't have any medicine in my cabinet so even when i'm in pain i'm sitting on the word of god i'm putting my mental space to be in the word of god because we will we will will pop something to relieve the pain because it comes quick because sometimes the word don't work as swift as we think it should and because we don't see it working come on holy spirit as swift as we think it should then we won't sit on it we won't digest it we won't allow it to ruin, renew our mind when your mind has been jacked up when your th- thought process has been jacked up when your natural nature your carnal nature has been taking care and leading and ruling your life when your mama then was jacked up when your daddy then was jacked up, when your cousins is jacked up, when you got a lineage of jacked upness, your mind has to be renewed. Well, that means your foundation is constantly being repaired. So if you had concrete and there was a cat crack in your concrete, I want you to see it like this when I say your foundation. So there's a split in your concrete. The word is injected. <laughs> the word is injecting right the word because our scars are there they're part of the character the word is injecting concrete in between to seal those foundational issues it's sealing those foundational issues and so we got to understand this in the word if not we'll be all over the place seeking more word when we just need to fix the foundation foundational issues and so when the holy spirit led us into forgiveness this week he was trying to fix foundational issues. He was trying to fix foundational issues. He was talking to us saying, y'all got foundational issues in forgiveness. And you think you may not, and you think you may be above it, and you think you may not have forgiveness. But I'm trying to deal with your foundational issues in forgiveness. I'm trying to teach you how to forgive others, release that quickly. I'm trying to teach you how to be humble enough to ask for forgiveness. And then today, I'm going to give you some stuff on teaching you how to forgive yourself. <laughs> how you could forgive yourself. And so I need to turn around and seal these cracks and deal with your foundational issues. So it's not more prophecy. It's not more run into places. Prophecy isn't going to fix when you have foundational issues. Prophecy is just going to confirm for you what the word has already said about you. That, that's all it's going to do. So today let's deal with this foundational if, issue of self-forgiveness. It is probably one of the most difficult places. And it's okay for us to be guilty it's okay for us to have experienced some guilt but it's not okay for that guilt to be to turn into shame shame is like a shackle right if i had if i was shackled, if my feet were shackled right now, this is what, and I stood up, I would trip and fall, right? I would trip and fall because that's what shame does. Shame shackles us so that we can't walk fully. We can't walk into the fullness of what we're supposed to walk into. It's preventive. It's trying to prevent us from receiving healing and receiving full full forgiveness in which we need. And so it's okay for us to experience guilt. Guilt is normal. Guilt is a normal feeling. Actually guilt is a good, good, good for us. Guilt is a way in which we receive the information we need so that we can heal from a mistake. There's nothing wrong with guilt. Guilt is not a bad thing. We're gonna get the information we need so that we can heal from a mistake, right? The um, the motion of guilt lets us know our actions and our behaviors conflict with our values and beliefs. So when we feel guilty about something, it's telling us what we've done, is conflict or contrary to the word. That is why if a person is not aware of what the word really says on a subject, they can take it into they will twist the word. That's why we've twisted the word before. We'll take the word and we'll twist the word and say, oh, well, tithing, I'm just using this as an example. I want to think I'm in their money. Tithing is um, Old Testament. We don't have to tithe. Well, actually tithing is before the law came in place, right? But if you don't know what your word says on it, you'll twist the word and justify why you don't have to tithe, right? You'll say, oh, you don't have to tithe. That was the law. Well, tithing was in place before the law. And if your heart is twisted, towards God, you'll get that right. Or if we justify um, our actions towards somebody that has abused us, I ain't gotta, I, I, you'll never, I'll never forget this. Well, you will forget it. If you ask the Holy spirit to replace it with new memories, there are things that I have forgotten all the time. And so guilt is okay. A little bit of guilt is okay. Guilt helps repair the damage um, that remains so that we don't do it again. So the little bit of guilt is so different, but you got to understand the difference between guilt and shame, right? Guilt serves as a purpose. Shame does not. <laughs> guilt serves as a purpose. Shame does serve absolutely no purpose. Guilt, you understand what you did wrong. You understand why you made a mistake and you understand the Holy Spirit will give you a solution. This is the difference between condemnation. Remember we talked about condemnation. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Gil says I can repair this situation and then there's nothing left to do. Shame is different. Shame is going to make you feel like nothing around you can change. Shame is going to make you feel destitute. Shame is going to make you feel overwhelmed. Um, shame is going to make you feel like you can't climb out of it. Shame is going to keep rehearsing it. Shame is going to keep re. Uh, rehearsing it nursing it all that other stuff that's what is a guilt serves a purpose shame does not it does not it doesn't it does not and so today um today we are i need to forgive myself i need to forgive myself i have got to forgive me this is the focus today i've got to forgive me i've got to get past a point of guilt guilt is fine away from shame so that i can walk into it walk into it because. God is not going to shame me. God is not a shameful kind of God. that's not the God we serve and because we've been taught wrong, especially when we sin or when we mess up, people have taught us shame is okay. no, shame is not okay. Shame is like that scarlet letter a right We're wearing our sins on us once we've once God has forgiven us our sins or forgiven us of our mistakes we're not we're washed in the blood and so that clean that cleanse us. Shame is a painful sensation. Um, that that is brought as a consciousness as a result of guilt, right? And so shame will cause you to uh, shame will cause you to hide. Um, Shame will cause you to bury yourself. Shame causes you to act in reproach. And when we act in reproach, we act in contempt of ourselves. And so that shame has you always disgraced. Shame will have you negatively talking down on yourself. Shame leaves you in a place where you don't have any expectancy. Um, shame also leaves you in consent, content or scorn or discerning yourself. Um, shame uh, perverts and skews uh, your identity in Christ, right? It makes you think you're never worthy and will take the I remember I was in a church one time and somebody was like, Lord, we're all filthy worms. And and I couldn't come in agreement with his prayer. I started shaking my head. I ain't no filthy worm. I ain't no filthy worm. I'm not no filthy worm. I'm not no filthy rag. The blood bought me. It purchased me. It renewed me. We are sinners saved by grace. Yes, but I ain't no filthy rag and I ain't no dirty worm. And I just wouldn't receive that prayer. I was like, Mm -mm. but condemnation and shame that fills us will tell us that 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 and we'll pray prayers oh lord i'm a filthy rag no Mm -mm. i ain't no filthy i ain't nothing dirty about me the blood cleansed me the blood washed me the blood healed me the blood made me whole and the blood renewed me and is renewing my mind on a continuous basis so that type of thing that's shame and shame shackles us and the end that's why the enemy doesn't want us to get um, into a faith-filled place. He doesn't want us to get fit into a faith-filled place. He doesn't want us to be in a position in which we'll forgive, right? Yes, 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 yes. God will forgive. God can forgive anything and everything he chooses to forgive. If he can do anything. He will forgive any and everything that you choose to give. And so my scripture for this is John 14:26 and 27. God will help you get over your shame if you allow him. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives to you. God is not going to give you peace. He's not going to deal with you as the world would deal with you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So if you have a troubled heart and you are afraid, that doesn't come from God God does not give us the spirit of fear we were not built in that and then the other scripture for I need to forgive myself is first Peter five and seven let him have all your worries and cares for he is always thinking about you and watching everything that concerns you and when you have strength and you don't you need strength and you don't have the grace to forgive yourself then you got to get into Philippians 4 and 13 and say For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength Lord help me to forgive myself and let myself go let this situation there is nothing that's too hard for God there's nothing that you've done that God can't forgive but if shame keeps setting you in making you think you're less than making you think you're not worthy you'll keep operating in the same mindset which is condemnation and we learned on Monday that condemnation does what? It brings death to a thing, right? And so when we are operating in shame, that's why we'll run the quick fixes or emotions or things that emotionally patch us. That's why we'll try to run a prophecy. That's why we'll try to run to another church service when we really just need to deal with the guilt and deal with the shame that's been shackling us. Let me deal with this problem and this issue so that I can begin to forgive myself. So here's a couple of practical, practical things that you need to do. One, admit you messed up, right? Admit you messed up. I messed up. I've done something bad. Um, you cannot be in denial that you messed up. I messed up. I did. This is what I did. I'm sorry. Holy Spirit, show me how I messed up. Show me why I messed up. Show me that my deficiencies. And if you messed up, it's really just because you're not. Remember we did Psalms 1? God is so strategic. We talked about being planted like trees. Last night in Ladies Bible Study, we talked about drinking that living water. The living water, the Holy Spirit is what's going to help us in our mess ups when we're submitted more to the word, right? So, you're gonna have to own your mistakes right then you apologize to anyone who who hurts you you may have hurt now if you apologize to anyone who hurt you and they do not forgive you or release you that is not on you (laughs) god will deal with them that is not on you that has absolutely nothing to do with you so after you apologize to anyone you've hurt, if they don't receive it you cannot control when someone else forgives you if you've done what it takes to make amends. You got to ask the Holy Spirit, help me let this go. If the relationship does not get restored, here's the thing, then, then this ain't the season for that relationship. This ain't the season for that relationship. This just ain't the season for that relationship. And it's hard and it hurts. And I've been there, but you just got to let it go because God may not want you attached to that person in this season and you got to be okay. The next thing that you can do is write yourself an apology, right? You can write yourself apology. Ask yourself, what can I do different next time? Read to yourself, read it out loud, but, and then learn from the mistake. And once you learn from the mistake, let it go. And then be patient with yourself right? Patience produces perseverance. You're going to have to be patient with yourself. You're not going to, we want foundational issues to be fixed overnight. And that's not how it works. Now, every time you come in accounting account, uh, come, in connection with the anointing every time you should feel better. It should set you on a trajectory for you to grow in grace. Every time you connect with the anointing, every time you connect with the Holy spirit, but you need, may, need to be patient. Right. And when embarrassment, that's why I say you're not ashamed. and Embar- That's why I tell on myself all the time. People be like, did you just tell that? I have to tell it because if not, I I'm such so hard on myself. I have to tell it. I got to go. That's why it says confess your sins, your fault to one to another. I have to have somebody I can confess my sins so that the enemy won't um, take over. He likes to hide us in shame. He likes to hide us in guilt. He likes for guilt to turn to shame. And so you got to turn around and you got to be patient. You can't rush this. Process. You can't rush the repairing process. You got to be repaired, boo boo. <laughs> you got to be repaired. You got to be repaired. You've been hurt for so long. It's been masked in so many things. You've been doing things so many your own way. You got to be repaired. You've justified your sins. You've justified your mistakes. You've done things on your one accord. You're not drinking the living water. You're getting a little bit of wet. Man, that was powerful. You're getting a little bit of wet. You got a little bit of truth but you're not living in the full truth. And so you cannot rush this process and you can't make anybody else move, move better. We are social. We need belonging. We need love, right? Um, we have to acknowledge our mistakes. We need regret, empathy. All of that is necessary, but we have to be patient with the process. So let me tell you something and being patient with the process is necessary so that you won't make the same mistake again. If you allow the Holy Spirit to do this, you'll break cycles and stop repeating mistakes. And then the other thing you can't do is you can't focus on trying to change people. You can't do that. You can't focus on trying to change everybody else around you. When you got foundational issues, your primary focus right now is dealing with your foundational issues. Your fruit will produce other things in people. People eating off your tree will produce other things. So we have to be careful with that especially for those of us that spend an intense amount of time on social media you know how I feel it social media gives us a perfection it makes us think people's relationships and lives are imperfection our eye gate right now is open to so many things that if we're not watchful it will keep shackling us in shame we'll be looking at LMJ's life thinking oh LMJ is perfect in the word and she don't sin and she don't make mistakes and she ain't got issues and she ain't got problems. And it's like LMJ got issues. LMJ got problems. There are some things the Lord just won't let LMJ reveal. But with, with where I am right now, I can't compare and comparison is dangerous. I did a whole devotional on comparison is dangerous. Comparison is so dangerous, right? But the enemy love, loves to present an image to make us think things around us are so put together and people around us are so put together and that's the biggest mistake. And so we'll start comparing our lives to other people, right, and it'll put us in the danger zone. So today our, our focus becomes, I need to forgive myself. And these are the scriptures I'm going to use, John 14, 26, 27, 1 Peter 5 and 7, Philippians 4, 13, I can't do this, but I can do all, all. I can't forgive myself myself, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in your weakness. Stop walking around thinking you gotta be strong. Admit your weaknesses. Admit your mistakes. Admit I messed this up. He says. So now I'm about glad to boast about my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ can work through me. When people be like, "You are so strong," I'm like, "I am," but I'm only strong because the power of Christ is working in me. And then Proverbs three five and six. I'm gonna trust in the Lord with all my heart. Not gonna lean into my own understanding. I'm gonna seek His will in all I do, and He's He's gonna show me the path to take. He's going to show me the path to forgiveness. He's going to help release me, but know the difference between guilt, which is going to modify and change your behavior and shame, which is going to shackle you and and keep you tied to condemnation, which is going to be death. If you are shackled in shame, if your feet are bound, right? You're only going to get so far in purpose. You're only going to get so far in ministry. You're only going to get so far in your relationships because shame is only going to let you go so far and it's going to keep bringing you back to the same place. That's why I keep saying you got to sit, you got to sit on this word and you cannot rush a process and you cannot I, vulnerability and transparency with the Lord and with you. A good covenant partner will change the trajectory of where you go. It will. It'll change you. It'll change the trajectory of where you go. If I got stuck on an island, all I need, I'm just being funny. And somebody was like, I can give you a bow, an arrow, and I can give you your word. I'm taking my word because I know for a fact the word is going to sustain me and give me the skill set. And then I'm going to get in faith because faith will start dropping some stuff out the sky for me. Faith will start dropping some stuff out the sky for me. Faith will start producing. I'll be like Elijah. The ravens will feel me or whatever. But I know within everything that I need this word to sustain me throughout and so that I can forgive myself. I hope that helped you today. You got to deal with that shame. You got to say shame no more. You got to go on and go through the process and don't rush the process so your foundation can get Heal your foundation. You don't need another prophecy. You need your foundation to be healed. You need the word of God. You need the word of God to change your life so that you can be firm in what the word of God says. Idols are always exaggerated to make us worshipers. It is every idol. Every idol. The church can become an idol. Religion can become an idol. Do you know the enemy will pervert? to make you think you, oh, you got to go to 20 more services and in your family life and you'll be out of balance. You got to go to 30 more services. And once you get to the 30th service, then you're going to feel about yourself and you'll be running rampart. And the Lord is like, I already told you what to do. I told you to focus on love. He said, I'd rather you have love than prophecy. Well, if your love walk is jacked up or you ain't strengthening love or your foundation of love is still got cracks in it, then... You need more love, not more prophecy, right? You need more love. Nothing should take the place of the word of God. Not this devotional or nothing else. Nothing. That's why we got to continuously seek the face of God. Well, I love y'all. I love y'all so much, but I know more than anything that God loves you too. Let me pray for the breakers anointing to be released this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me pray for the breakers anointing to be released in your life today. That's going to destroy yokes bondage, sickness, and disease. Oh, negative mindsets. I thank you that the Breakers Anointing is being released in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Pulling up the strongholds, pulling up the weeds, pulling up the distractions, my God, pulling up the division, pulling up the devices, pulling up the dependency right now in the name of Jesus. The breaker's anointing is working. The anointing is working in your life. The anointing is destroying yokes. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is working inside on the inside of you. You are being renewed in his word. You are being renewed in his spirit. You are being renewed according to the truth. You are steadfast and immovable, abiding in the word of God. (laughs) No more despair. No more drought. My God, Jesus is wetting you up right now as we speak. The anointing is burning up the chaff as we speak. Speak, My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Burn up the chaff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Renew our mind in this word today. Renew our mind in this word today that we not take offense. Lord God, no more offense. Offenses, Lord God. We are forgiving ourselves, Father, because you already forgave us. We're receiving forgiveness of ourselves. Shame. Shame is being broken off. Doubt is being broken off. Fear is being broken off. Worry is being dealt with. You are renewing our mind in Christ Jesus. My God, I thank you for the breaker's anointing going forward today. My God, breaking strongholds, demolishing debt, renewing our mind, renewing our faith. Lord God, increase our capacity to discern and receive you. My God, that's for me in Jesus name. Amen. I love y'all so much. I love you so much. May the peace of God be all through you and through your house today. May His blessings be rich because they don't add any sorrow, and you receive and take that by faith. Every every little bit of weary worry, all of that stuff that's been trying to come against you, I cancel the assignment of the enemy today off your life, and I thank you that your life is being renewed in the Word in Jesus. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries.